dwelling in the darkest depths of the mind. It's time for Mark D. Valenti and Brain Burrow. Hello, everyone. This is Mark D. Valenti, and this is yet another episode of Brain Burrow. This is one of our Digging Deep sessions where we have a chance to talk with our guest. Our guest has a chance to share about their perspectives on life. What do they fear? What do they value? What are they motivated by? Uh, I'm very pleased to have on the show today Mr. Brandon E. Brooks, and I'm going to hand it over to him by asking him the big open-ended question, who exactly is Brandon E. Brooks? Uh, who is Brandon E. Brooks? Uh, Brandon E. Brooks is always evolving. Brandon E. Brooks is a creative mind. Uh, uh, he's a filmmaker. He's a screenwriter. He's an actor. He's now a podcaster recently. Uh, he's, he's someone that's always uh, forever. It feels like he's someone that's searching for the truth. And he's also someone searching for fulfillment. Because I, I really, I tell people this a lot. I'm not really looking for millions of dollars or fame and fortune or whatever in this business. I mean, if that stuff happens because your work is appreciated, that's great. But I'm looking for fulfillment. I'm looking to get up every day and just, just, this is, I mean, this is what I do for my career, thankfully, and I'm blessed to have that, but I want to be fulfilled and be able to tell the stories that I want to tell on a, on a yearly basis and, and just have a, have a good fulfillment in my soul that, that keeps me moving forward as opposed to kind of always, there's still a lot of question marks as far as getting projects made and, and like kind of, and that's, that's stress and anxiety that leads to, like I said, sometimes like not knowing what is going to be next, but the fulfillment is huge to me. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Brandon. I definitely want to talk about fulfillment given the impact that it has on you and, and your, you know, desire to reach that. Uh, I want to talk about what you said about creative mind. What exactly does that mean to you? Let's see. You guys said you have a creative mind. Uh, it just means that I, I'm always, my mind is always working. I mean, as a writer, it works on that level just because I'm a storyteller, but just a creative mind, even in the world and in life, I'm always, I'm just intrigued by the human nature. I always have been when I was in college, I was, that was my major like psychology. And so I, the, the abnormal psychology was even more of a thing for me. So, so for me, I just, the, the, the human mind is interesting and all the anchors, all the interest intricacies of the human mind are, uh, are just very interesting because like whether it's whether it's the darkness that you have to I have to kind of look into if I'm writing mm -hmm. a dark character or even like the like when you're kind of when you're when I'm in a personal space whether I might be depressed about something or down on my luck I always look into why that is and kind of and what gets me out of those places are usually seeing the seeing other people that are going through things. And then that really, it doesn't make me feel better that they're suffering or they're going through hardships, but it makes me see how blessed I am to have what I have. And then, and then I, I focus on that as opposed to the, the, as opposed to the struggles and the stresses that I go through, I realize that I really am like blessed to be where I'm at because a lot of people would love to be in the position and love to have had some of the experiences that I've had. Yeah, that's a great answer and uh, commend you on your self-awareness of just trying to understand why you feel certain ways, especially when you're feeling down and then looking at others. And by comparison, it really helps you focus on the positive, almost the, that attitude of gratitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it took me a while because early in my career, it was like many, it's rough because you don't know where your next paycheck's coming from and mm -hmm. you don't know if you if you belong. But I mean, I think I felt 
I've been, I'm on my 24th year as a, as a, in this crazy business. And, and again, I, there's, there's mul- multiple times throughout it, especially not really over the last 10 years, but there have been multiple times where I questioned, is this, is this really my calling? Is this really what I should be doing? Should I be listening to certain family members that are like, Hey, maybe you should go work for Amazon or go do this or go do that and have the steady paycheck and the 401k, which I had before I did all of this. But mm-hmm. for me, whenever that would happen, I'd get some type of almost like an epiphany or some, some, someone would call me and say, Hey, Hey buddy, I'm putting something together. And I thought of you. And then there was something that would always keep me going, whether it was a job or just even a friend sometime calling and giving me that kick in the pants, like get your head out of your ass and like realize that you're, you're, you're talented. You have a voice, you have something to say. So, and those were always like key points in my life and my maturation as an artist, because that let me know, okay, I'm supposed to do this. And then Mm. probably over the last eight, nine years, I really just fully just not necessarily bought into it because I always bought into the creativity of this business, but I really realized that, you know what, there is no other path. This is, this is, this is the ride or die. This is something that I'm going to take to my grave. So, so then it really did kind of purge my soul of all of that anxiety is should I be here and am I good enough? And it, it just let me on a path of just realizing that the, the goals that I'm trying to seek are lofty, mm-hmm. but I really do believe that, I will accomplish them because I mean, because I just, that's, that's the, that's kind of the brain matter that that's the brain structure you have to have to be able to, to even do this. Cause it's, it's difficult. Sure. It's that positive mindset Um, to your point. It is difficult. There's a lot of rejection in the business, a lot of uh, failed expectations, which, you know, they, it's one of the reasons why depression even comes up. Depressive symptoms is you have an expectation. You don't reach that. And then you start questioning to your point and um, seems like you were able to get past that for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, again, I have my days just like we all have our, our good and bad days, but I don't have them frequently and they don't last very long because I'm able to check myself easier and just right. say, you know, you know what, take a deep breath, meditate, just like take a long walk. I love long walks in the woods or at the at, in parks or whatever by the river, and it just kind of cleans my cleans my mind, clears my clears my thoughts, and and then like I said, I just think about good things. I let things seep in that are positive. Mm-hmm. That's why I always on social media, anyone that sees my pages, I'm very much. I post positive things because I feel like the energy you give out is kind of what goes into your cell. So when I put that, those messages out there and I've had people message me and say, thank you. I needed that today. Well, I needed that for myself, but I, I am happy that there are people out there that have looked at some of those positive messages and it made them have made go from having maybe a negative mindset on that day to maybe smiling and seeing things in a different uh, light. So. Yeah, it's a ripple effect. Just your your simple post for yourself, simple meaning that it's, you know, meeting your needs of being positive clearly had a ripple effect on people. So that's fantastic to hear. Uh, you talked about starting a podcast recently, you know, it, obviously you're doing well at it. What motivated you to start that podcast? Uh, just, I mean, for that, actually, because as you know, you, you do it and you do it on a, on a great level. I enjoy your shows. But I mean, for me, it's... Uh, 
I, the, the, the positive, the push of the, the gentleman that's behind it, uh, his name's Joe Ridgely, he's the producer, and for me, it's, he's such a positive guy, and like that guy that, the guy that you want in your corner always, that's like, you can do this, you, you got this, you can, you, there's nobody else to do this but you on the, at this time, so for me, again, I, but I, I fought it, I actually fought it in my own brain, that was one of the times where, because I already have so many other things on my plate, that I was like, I don't really want to do something else and then do it, not do it to the best of my ability. Cause I'm a hundred ten percenter. Like I want to give my all to whatever it is I do, but I also don't want to spread myself thin because I've, there's been at times in my filmmaking career where I've had ulcers and bad anxiety wow. and high blood pressure and things. So, so it was really something I struggled thinking about for a while, but then, but again, Joe was so positive and was like, just take your time. And whenever you're ready, you can start your show and other, some of the other great indie escape shows started and we're already three or four months in. And wow. then it just around the holiday time, it just hit me. Like I think around Christmas time and it was actually a terrible month for me. Cause it like had an accident and there was things happening that were just, going kind of spiraling out of control for going into the end of the year into a new one. But I just, all these bad things were happening and I was just like, you know what, you know what, I'm going, I'm going into the new year. And I think, I think this is something that can, that can, I can start the new year doing something that is I've never done before. I can, as opposed to always starting new new year and trying to do have resolutions to work out or do things that you've done before. I was like, you know what? I'm going to challenge myself to do this and try to do it to the best of my ability. And then I'm going to, but I'm still going to level up with my screenwriting, level up with the filmmaking endeavors. So, so that was really, it was that positive reinforcement that sometimes just kicks, kicks you in the jumpstart to do something that maybe your mind tells you, you know what, maybe, maybe not. But for me, like I've been doing it and every week it just seems to get a little more natural. So, so, I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, I mean, that's fantastic. And congratulations for being able to start it. It also seems like you have a consistent theme in your life of people being there at the right time a lot of times, uh, either with positive reinforcement or just sort of that little kick, as you said, to just kind of get things moving. And that's come up multiple times in your life. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that has been huge. And and I even I even try to be that that positive force for other other creatives or even just people in my life, whether family or or friends, because I mean, I think you need that sometimes people are sometimes people in your life like don't know necessarily know that they need that extra kick. And, I, and I'm in that category. Sometimes I I don't realize what I need in my life. So until someone comes along, whether an actor friend, a filmmaker friend, or just a regular friend, says, you know what, you would be really good at that. But then there are also times where people will, will, will say, you know what, you need to back up a little bit and look at your health and, and not spread yourself thin. And if you're going to take on certain challenges, then understand that you have to compartmentalize them properly. So you're not, you are sleeping better. I've always been an insomniac since I was a kid. So for me, it's like, I don't really sleep on a, on a, on a great pattern, but I mean, it's worked for me, but again, as I get older, I value sleep so much that whether or not I sleep from, if I'm not working or on a shoot or writing, I might sleep from for the morning till for the afternoon or for the morning till noon or whatever the schedule might be. But, but for me, it's just, I think it's all about perspective and just 
understanding kind of like what's your limitation, not limitations, because I never try to put limits on myself, but understanding sure. that you need to kind of give yourself that space and that rest to refuel so then you can give the best effort for a podcast or for a writing session or for whatever it is that I'm putting forth to the world. So, yeah, I mean, again, well said, and it sounds like you really know your triggers physically. If you're not feeling a certain way, that may be a signal to you to step back or not sleeping or whatever. And I think that that's fantastic because a lot of people aren't in touch with their own physicality. So it's great that you are. Um, How difficult is it for you to say no to people? That was a huge thing. That that was a huge difficulty earlier in my life and in my Mm -hmm. career. Because again, I was the designated driver, the guy that didn't drink, that didn't smoke, that didn't do anything. I was the guy to call to get the call at two in the morning to pick up the drunk friend or whatever from the bar or Mm -hmm. bail him out of jail or something. So, so again, for me, it was it. it, That's just the nature of my my mom and like just kind of how I was raised that you kind of have a nurturing kind of vibe to them. But I do feel that probably over the last maybe 10 years or so, it's it's a lot less because I think that the lessons learned in my life, whether getting stabbed in the back from ex-business partners or friends or whatever, I think it builds kind of a, it builds, it's built a bit more of a harder exterior. So now Mm. I can wit, now I can see like shady characters coming a little bit easier. When people say specific thing, they are triggers to where I'm like, oh, okay, I remember when so-and-so said that and Mm. where that led. So, so it is a bit easier for me to say no now than it was then because as as more of a complete not necessarily complete because i'm always trying to evolve like i said but more of a more of an evolved person in my 40s now i realize that you can say no and and i can live with it i can live even if there's consequences of it sometimes even in my business money is presented to do things but it's not good money So you have to be able to step away and realize that, okay, even though this is difficult to walk away because we want to do this project, we we need to to live to fight another day with people that are better to work with, with better money. And it's because it's, again, it's going to be a cleaner and more positive result. Yeah. I love that you just said that because there's a consequence to saying yes all the time. It's you're only limited in your time and money and energy and people you know. So really saying no, that was difficult for you before you've been able to learn how to do that. As you said, live with the consequences, whatever those are. But more positive than that, you're able to have more time to focus on the things that you actually value. That gives you, as you said, fulfillment earlier. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's 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 you said it perfectly. So I'm going to talk, thank you. Let's talk about that fulfillment word, right? So is there ever a time when Brandon E. Brooks is fulfilled? I, very few times. Mm, <laughs> that's just okay. being, I, I'm, I'm bluntly honest. And that's why I have this little thing here that you gave me at the Horicon <laughs> that I squeeze all the time, every, almost every day where I'm at. Wow. Because, uh, because for me, again, it's, I, I'm always going to be hard, the hardest person on myself. Like whether it's about something I create, something I'm trying to create, life, relationships, whatever it is, I, I'm just that's just ingrained into me. Even though I have found the 
the meditative mode to be easier on myself at times. So that's helped me in recent years, not have ulcers, not have hmm. high blood pressure. Cause I found a balance. I found an equilibrium to kind of, to kind of just keep me in check, like just so I don't run off the rails. But again, that fulfillment is something that, like I said in the beginning, it's I'm always searching for, because even when you find a moment of, wow, this is amazing. This is a blessing that that it's it's fleeting because there's always the next goal there's always the next step i'm always looking i've only done the podcast three weeks but i'm still trying to think of how to make it bigger how Mm. to how to how to make how to make it evolve into something more interesting and how to get more viewers and so again my my mind is always working in that's why I said the creative mind in the beginning, because it's unless I'm sleeping, it's working on how I can do this better, how I can how I can woo these investors into realizing how amazing some of my projects are hmm. to invest in and how I can help my help out my relationship like type because I've been terrible at that for a good portion of my life because I've focused so much on the creative side that the other side struggles. So, so, I mean, I'm constantly at war with myself in regards to a lot of things, but again, I found that, like I said, equilibrium to kind of balance me out to keep me from jumping off a bridge. So, <laughs> well, and yeah, equilibrium is a fantastic word, right? It's gotta be balanced. It's, it's a positive thing when we are constantly challenging ourselves to say, can I improve this? Can I improve these relationships? Can I improve the things I'm working on? So that's a huge positive. But to your point, if you're doing that all the time, then you're never really feeling satisfied with anything. That's true. I mean, and and, and I, to be honest, like, I mean, that, that's you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's because I've had a, a good friend of mine say that to me. She's like, you don't ever seem satisfied mm. with we just you just won this award or you just did this or you just got through your first podcast and you didn't spaz out and like you didn't like whatever. Cause it was right. ner- I was nervous night one with Courtney's game. So, but again, like it's, I do try to find moments of, of happiness where it's, Oh, let me just sit back and relish in this moment. But I think, I think there's, there's another side to that coin that, the greats are like that. And I'm not, and I'm not a great, I'm not saying that in any shape or fashion, but the greats are always trying to evolve. Denzel will go on the, on stage and do theater plays just to keep his game sharp. Like greats, greats are always Dwayne Johnson will produce five shows and go wrestle a match and work out three hours a day or whatever, just to keep himself sharp in different ways. So I feel like to get where I want to go, I I can't rest on my laurels and say, Oh, I just, I'm and like, cause then, then you can, we all have a healthy amount of ego, but I think I've seen cats where they'll start believe buying their own press and then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm an award winning this or I'm an award winning that and and I'm great or whatever when and you kind of take your eye off the prize. And mm-hmm. I I just I can't afford to do that at this juncture in my life. And even mm-hmm. when I get to a place where I am comfortable financially, like to where I can just a little take the take the, the foot off the brake a little bit, mm-hmm. I feel like still. I still, I'm going to, especially where my mind is at now, and I really feel like I'm in a good place. I think I will have a sense of fulfillment, but I'm still always going to have that 
okay, what's next? How can I continue to, to evolve from this point to make a bigger project? What's the next challenge? Let, let me do this because that's just how I, that's just how I work. I mean, that's right. just how my mind works. You know? Yeah, I think that that's well said also about people that, as you said, rest on their laurels. And you know, there's a lot of studies that show that some some level of self-doubt that I'm not perfect is great for drive, right? It's when it overtakes you and you prevent yourself from doing things, that's when it's a problem. But you seem to have a healthy amount of that. So where do you think this intense drive comes from? I think it comes from my mom, uh, honestly, because I mean, she was, she raised four of us by herself, never took a dime of child support from a, a deadbeat father that left the day that I was born and straight out of the hospital. So, so for me, I just, wow. I, I just, she was a, such a strong example in my entire life of someone who just busted her ass like and worked a great job she's a special education teacher she's retired now and and everything now but but again just seeing that example from a little boy all the way up of this strong woman go, getting up going to work we always had great food we always had presents on birthdays and christmas and, and again my aunt my uncle were amazing too they were the they were two rocks and, and pillars in my my life too that were very pivotal and my aunt still is my uncle eric passed away many years ago uh that, but uh but for me it's uh that's definitely my mom because again it even put, she even put us through like all of us through private school so wow. i mean so for me it's like to do that there's no stronger example that I could have I could never say a, a celebrity or anybody else because I mean that's she'll always be the person that's that's the ultimate rock so I mean that's incredible thank you so much for sharing that about your your life like that I mean because it sounds like there's a lot of emotions involved I mean, a lot of positives with your mom being that support I mean going way above and beyond to make sure that you and your siblings had a, had a good life absolutely so that yeah that's and it's another Again, the story that you're, I'm hearing from you is you've had people in your life that pop up to give you positive feedback, but it sounds like you've had some people that have been there for years and decades to help guide you. So again, the theme here is about that those partnerships and that encouragement you get from others. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's like I said before, it's been pivotal and just me and my maturation as a human being, because without those handful of figures that, yeah. again, you never know what direction you can go in. Like if I don't go to private school and I kind of get swallowed up in there's bad neighborhoods all around the kind of the areas that I live in. So if I had went to private school, I was a little guy, like I even got picked on in private school. But again, there's I probably throughout the course of my entire first grade to eighth grade education, the most students I think that I ever had in the whole school was like 38. Oh, wow. So it was literally a small Seventh-day Adventist school that I that I went to. And then even after, after that, I continued that same type of education. And all the schools, all the schools were, were small. So it was a small, close-knit group of friends that I always built at these different schools all the way through high school so it was a different path that but again i always think back sometimes that what if she yeah. couldn't have afforded to put me through and buy the uniforms and do the things that she did what if i went down this path what would i still be here would i be as positive of a figure that i am mindset wise so but right. again that's why i said my mom is is the ultimate rock for all of us because Again, those were hard decisions and hard times that 
I'm sure she had to go through, but she never, they, they had that phrase, never let them see you sweat. Mm-hmm. And she was never, ever that person who showed any kind of, any kind of regret or any kind of anything to us because she just wanted the best for us. So, and you can't ask for anything more than that from a parent. So. Yeah. Well said. And uh, I'm sure she knows that you and your siblings do appreciate her. So I think that's, that's fantastic. And I love that uh, sort of that butterfly effect where you're talking about one decision here or there could have impacted your entire life from that point on. So thank you for sharing that perspective. We are actually about out of time, Brandon. So as always, I'd like to get sort of the guests to give their perspective, maybe some bit of advice. I mean, you've talked a lot today about how you just really have shaped your life. You know, you've done it, you know, because the motivation was from within, but you still use you know, had partners to help you as well. So what bit of advice do you want to leave our listeners and viewers with today? Just, I mean, what I try to say when I'm, when I'm blessed enough to speak to like a younger generation of people that want to do what I'm trying to do, or what some of the things that maybe outside of the realm of what I want to do in business or philanthropy or anything like that is just, just believe in yourself. There's going to be naysayers along the way that say that you can't do things that you can't, that you can't excel at a high level as a singer or a filmmaker or an actor or a business mogul or whatever it is. But look at the examples out there of people that were told those things. And some of them are billionaires now, like Jay-Z. And so for me, it's like, just always believe in the power of yourself. And that's my phrase for that I had my show with is that I do believe in certain people that are the right people. And I try to weed out the negativity in my life. And, and that's another like nugget of advice is that try to silence the negativity as much as you can. We live in a world of a lot of negativity in social media and on the media, whether it's about politics or, or celebrity or whatever it is, but try to silence that as much as you can, because when I wasn't silencing it, that's when I had so much anxiety because sometimes you were trying to live up to personas that are not our own and we're, we're losing ourselves in other people's lives and other people's people's goals and and some of them are not healthy for us because they're not our that's not our vision that's not our road to take so so try to silence the naysayers and silence the negativity and try to focus on the positivity and just believe in yourself and and it, that'll take you down the roads that you want to go down and hopefully lead you to success yeah, extremely well said. And and I want to thank you for being positive on the show today. I mean, you know, I obviously we met in person and you were positive when you uh, were talking then and not surprised you had a lot of positive messages today. So thank you, Brandon, for being on the show. Thank you, Mark, for having me. I appreciate it. And I appreciate your show because it it's needed in this world of uh, where, where mental health is paramount in our life. So paramount in our life. So for me, I appreciate you having me on and keep doing what you're doing, my friend. Oh, thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Thank you for those positive words. And of course, I want to thank the listeners and viewers for tuning into Brainboro. On behalf of Brandon E. Brooks, this is Mark D. Valenti. Have an amazing rest of your day. You just dug deep with Mark D. Do you want more? Follow Mark on Instagram at Valenti Horror and subscribe to the Brain Burrow Podcast.